Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. I think if you really read between the lines, you'll see you'll, you can tell that with us that we're not obviously saying what we're saying. Oh yeah. But you kind of have to like listen to us to actually understand that. So cool. What do you guys think I'm into fat chicks more? Than? No, or not even that. Like the gay lisping and things like that. Like they're not. It's not really homophobic. I it's, agree. It's, you oh know yeah, sure, I mean? sure, 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 sure. Like or like the the racist things that are said aren't really racist. You know, like yeah. they. They're not. They're coming from people who are incredibly tolerant. We're just kind of, if anything, making fun of or insulting those that are, that are, that do it. But the the limit the limit has to be have to be a point that obviously we can't be we can't be, like within reason. I disagree. <laughs> you know what I really don't like? Black people. <laughs> it's like comedy. Yeah, it has to be comedy. If it's not comedy and it's just racist or sounds terrible, or misogynistic, we should probably pull it out. Need more dong. But other than that, I think it's fine. Oh, so yeah, so it turns out that uh, yeah, C- Coco might have like a life-threatening disease. And, That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> that would be a great. <laughs> All right, well, that's a, that's the Cool Boys podcast. Greetings, Cool Boys Nation. This is the Cool Boys podcast. I'm Felk, and I'm here with Ballard and our special guest tonight, Nolan. Hey, Nolan, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. Special. Are you guys excited at all for Better Call Saul season three coming up? Kind of. I haven't seen Better Call Saul season one or two. It's a really good show. You should watch it. Um, it's it's just not Breaking Bad. It's okay. It's 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 entertaining. I will absolutely be still be a, a viewer, but I honestly don't. I'm I'm gonna rely pretty heavily on the recap that begins the season three opener that'll tell me what happened in the last two seasons because I don't really remember it too much. It's 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 a show I really want to watch. It's just I haven't made time for it. You know, I loved him on Breaking Bad. I love the character. Did you see Breaking Bad Nolly all the way through? Yeah, I've seen it all the way through, and I've actually seen. Well, I'm currently watching season one of Fargo. I'm finally catching up on that. And I had no idea he was on that, and he's great on that as well. Oh my god, I need to watch Fargo. I really been that's on my list. We just started it. I'm like three years behind, but it's fantastic. Same, three years behind, yeah. I just started watching Legion. I haven't been able to finish that season up, but that's supposed to be Looks good. so weird. I need to start that too. Legion is weird. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I heard it's fantastic. It is. It is fantastic. How how X-Men-y is it? Like, how, how much is Not it? Not at all. Okay. But uh, you- it's Okay, how about this? It's X-Men in the very X-Men first class way. That's about it. And it's very, like, it's it's... It's the 60s, but as far as, I mean, I'm not all the way through the season one yet, but it's the 60s, but it isn't. You know what I mean? It's like that it's weird. It's the 60s? It is. It's like the 70s or the 60s or something, but it's not. Like, there's, like, elements of, like, modern day, but, like, somehow there's this weird, like, 60s attire and 60s, like, set decoration. And it's very weird, and I'm sure it's explained and it's part of the intrigue of why you watch it. It's like, wait, what is going on? Because then, then you'll see, like, a behind-the-scene thing for like even the characters behind the scenes and it's like straight up common SWAT tactical outfits and guns things that they did not they did not like wear in the 70s and yeah. such that's kind of pushing me away as as a viewer I recommend it it's very good but I haven't finished it like I said hmm it's just that I can't I I can't get a definitive answer by googling if it's even set in the same like film universe as the X-Men movies of course it is not hmm. it is not 
It is. I, I've read. I've read multiple times. It is not. That's a sweet shirt. Nolan, what does your shirt say? Come with me if you want to lift. If you want, if you want to lift. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is adorns Nolan's shirt right now, but the shirt does not depict Arnold Schwarzenegger's package, because if it did, it, not. it would be kind of disappointing if it was accurate. Yeah, yeah. Last episode with Love That Dong, we realized that Arnold didn't have necessarily all that much down there, which is kind of heartbreaking for someone who loves him for so long. I disagree with you guys. I think he's got the biggest dick I've ever seen, and I've seen lots of dicks. <laughs> well, I'm a biscuit man myself. Um, Falk, so you saw Life recently, right? So Life is the the, the best film of 2017 so far. Uh, Interesting. Wow. I mean, it's, wait, better than Logan? Yeah. Better than, way better I mean, than Logan. It's, it's a self-contained movie. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cool boy update right there for you folks. Logan works as, as the end of a, a very long, what, 12 movie career, 11 movie career of, of New Jackman playing a character. So it, it, it has, brings that to it. Life is just a singular self-contained movie. But if you didn't know who New Jackman was or who Wolverine was and you just watch these movies independently, yeah, probably I'd say life's better. Um, the, the catch is that people who didn't like it and it got pretty middling reviews was that a lot of the negative reviews were basically saying it's alien with the aesthetic of gravity. And I mean, Sounds good to me. when it came out, people, people bitched about Predator called Predator. Uh, it's alien meets commando. Like as a, that was a negative. And it's like, that's like the best thing about it. Those are both great movies. And if it pulls it off, making the two work, then it works. And I feel the same way about life that if you combine two aesthetics or, or, or the narrative of one movie onto the aesthetic of another movie, it works. It's directed with flair. It, holds your attention with immense intensity. It just worked for me. And Alien is one of my favorite movies of all time, so to see it done in such a modern-day-ish setting just was... It held my attention the whole way through. But, did, uh, did Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds fuck? No. Oh. Uh, no. No fucking in space. But they are both excellent. And Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible 5, she's in it too. So I really, love her. Start, starting to really like that chick. Starting to really I like that chick. I love her. She's a hottie with a body. She's a Swedish biscuit that I want to eat with some lingonberry sauce. She's Swedish? I thought she was British. She's Swedish? I think she's British. Swedish. Really? Is she really? Wow. She's British in the movie. I think she's Swedish in real life, though. Um, anyways, uh, but I feel like I got a two-part question to ask you. So, one, Alien or Aliens? Aliens, with an S, is the better movie. Alien with no S, is the better film. Noli, Alien or Aliens? Aliens all the way. I'm Aliens too, but I love Alien as well. I get it. Okay, so fuck one other part of the question now. The Alien in Life, how was it? Very good, and, and a, a big plus for the movie because... No spoils. Well, I won't give you spoils, but it basically just it, it evolves over the course of the movie. It gets bigger, and it starts right. off almost microbial, and then just you know about the size of a hand, and it kind of looks like a jellyfish, octopus little thing, and Is it, it gets a bigger CG and bigger. Alien? Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely CG the entire the entire way. Uh, I don't think it's ever practical. Uh, yeah, it's 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 fine. Does it grow flesh? Uh, kind of, it grows a fleshy, it, it, it's pretty much translucent for most of the movie and then it kind of gets greenish when it gets big enough to not be translucent anymore. Does it have a dong? The catch is that the entire movie, and this is, uh, the entire movie is done in zero G, no dong, no, it, it's just like a, 
<laughs> tentacles. No dong, no dong. I'm out. Um, the entire movie is zero G, so everybody's floating around, and that's done completely well. Uh, you totally believe the, the actors are in, in zero G. As much as you did in Gravity, it's as effective. But the alien moving in zero G is what makes it kind of fluid and neat. So just just so we're clear, there's no dong. That is a cool boy boycott. Yeah, no dongs. <laughs> it's cool boycott. Why would it be just cool boy boycott? That's not a portmanteau of anything. It's not. It's definitely not trademark. Cool boy. Sure. Yeah, we can't trademark those words, but we can we can trademark cool boy cot. All right, cool. All right, well, let's move on to cool boy show topic then, huh? Hey guys, taking off for a few. I'll be back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's it for Nolan. Moving on to Cool Boy Show Topic of the Week. And moving on to our show topic is ASMR, which stands for... So cool. I'd I, I like, I just I like to point out that with last week with the Senke Betsu, there was no typing involved because I had all my information in front of me. Felk is literally pulling up notes as we speak on Google search. Which I probably should have done before the segment started. Which stand- you want to, I don't know. We're rolling with this. <laughs> Fuck Keep it. Going. Yeah. Um, ASMR stands for autonomous or autonomous autonomous sensory wow. meridian wow. response. Wait, you got to say it again. I'm lost on that first time you said that word. So cool. Autonomous sensory meridian response. There we go. So what is that exactly? Basically, it means when you hear uh, like nails on a chalkboard or a little crinkling, it create it's a, a feeling in you. You actually your your nervous system responds. You, you get those chills, and uh, ASMR videos are designed to stimulate the positive uh, stuff. So, um, I'm trying to figure out how to play you the audio. Wait, of, is this like a sex thing? Like a porn okay, thing? Okay, there's absolutely there. ASMR has been completely uh, wholesome. That is uh, very popular on YouTube. There is definitely somewhat sexual stuff on YouTube, and there's full-on ASMR porn. But it basically Felt, just means... Give, give me an example. So the biggest example is when people started uh, listening to Bob Ross, painter Bob Ross. You know him? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're just going yeah. to paint some happy trees here, put, yeah. a, little, put a little happy mountain. Maybe maybe the mountain has a little, little bit of a, a purple hit, a purple U on it, and and people started getting kind of chills down their spine as they they listen to this. So a very popular YouTuber. I'm gonna see if I can see if you can, can tell me if you can hear this. Biscuit, Hello. biscuit, biscuit. No no no. Biscuit. No, no, no. no shut up. Tell me if you can hear this though. I, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. Biscuit. My name is Maria, and I'm here to tell you about. I hear whispering or something. Nothing really, though. So cool. What is this? This is. I don't want to listen to this. Sounds creepy. You You have to turn it up some. I don't. I can't hear. Okay, hold on. I'm just. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm giving you gentle whispering. You. So, so listeners out there, we're talking about the the original ASMR uh, YouTube page that started the entire craze, which is. YouTube slash user slash gentle whispering. That's what second second thing down on the Google search. Cool story, guys. Yeah. Cool story. Are you searching for it? Gentle whispering ASMR. Yeah. Yeah. Just go. So turn. So you know, keep them headphones up, 
and just go ahead and play that out and maybe we can capture that and record that and put that in part of the the uh, the, the podcast as well while you listen to it all right well, um, then i'll just click i'll click on right now just something how about that just this uh so i can hear it oh it's got an ad and skip fuck this one's called buffing the fluff Phil, stop typing. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Listen. I want to do a very relaxed video that hopefully. Can you hear it, Phil? Yeah. Sleepy. Well, that, that, and that's buffing the fluff <laughs> from gentle whispering ASMR. This okay. Did that did that send chills down your spine? Did it make you feel no. like you have little fingers on you? Not really. Then but you are not one of the people who responds to ASMR. Clearly. Wow, weird. That's weird. What a weird thing. She's just tickling in this video. She's just like tickling the microphone with like its filter on it with the uh, shaggy waggy filter. Yeah, so it's a lot of you know crinkling sounds, crinkling paper, but also just kind of talking like this in a gentle whisper. Apparently causes people to feel a bit responses are you getting an erection right now if you're getting an erection that's okay that means you're you're responsive to asmr but it also means you're probably kind of gay because this is a man's voice buffing the fluff buffing the fluff i, I don't i don't there, there's a lot of uh, videos on that page and i don't know of all of them why you went to buffing the fluff first but apparently you did buffing the fluff was the best video name i could see no felk felk i think the rest of this episode should be done asmr style Oh no, I'm getting an erection. What does that mean? <laughs> it means you like the ASMR style, I guess. And I'm gay, probably. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah. So ASMR apparently works for 75% of people, and I, I'm not one of them. Because I've never responded to nails on chalkboard, which is negative ASMR, and I've never responded for to whispering gives me chills down my spine. The only thing that gives me chills down my spine is you, uh, Jackman. I agree. Um, Woo! So I guess neither of us are sensitive. If, if uh, well, you know, I guess that's not true because I do get a little bit of something with the. I mean, I'm, I'm not like crippled by a, the nails going down a chalkboard, but I definitely like it triggers a little bit. Yeah, with me. ceramic on metal. Like, a, like a, some people are really bothered by like scraping plates and stuff, but um, that's not. Yeah, really that doesn't me. bug me. Yeah. That doesn't bug me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if somebody was like tickling like my hair and like and being no, like, no, no, it, it's all auditory. That's that's physical. So the idea is it's, it's oh. entirely an auditory response. That's why it works. Um, a, a big part of it is is, is the binaural, uh, the idea of that it's uh, that it's in stereo. So stuff moving from one ear to the other ear is a big trigger for people. And uh, oh, that does me. I yeah, I get that. Uh, like when I listen to like old re records and like you know. Like a lot of 1970s, 80s stuff, they they play a lot with stereo, and well, so just just liking it or or thinking, like, oh, it's cool, it's going from one ear to the other. No, it's actually when it like it, you can feel it on your skin. That's when it's an actually like, stimulating a, a physical. It's an auditory stimulating a physical response, and that's what that's what it's kind of defined as, I, I, I think. And it's a YouTube craze because it's incredibly easy to buy a stereo microphone and whisper into it. Buffing the fluff. It does say you should use headphones. Yeah. Yeah. It only works. I think it only works with headphones. 
So she must be Russian, right? Swedish, I think. It says a lot of Russian phrases in their in her thing. And there's Russian versions, like she speaks Russian. She's definitely from someplace. You know, it sounds really creepy, like almost like if it was a guy doing it, I would think he's a child molester. Swear to God. All right. All right. Google one more for me. Oh, God. Google. Google. Hold on. I'm just Google Voldemort. Your keyboard is your keyboard from 1988. Like how? What is that thing? That Cherry thing brown keys. Black Widow. God, that thing sounds intense. Loudest keyboard available. Voldemort's first ASMR. I'm not kidding. It's you have to watch it. Listeners at home, be sure to Google Voldemort's first ASMR. All right, let's see what this is. Oh, it's got the right music. Might want to skip ahead a little bit. He's about to go. Hello. It is I. He who shall not be named. It's Voldemort. This is my first ASMR videos. Please enjoy. We will start with a hissing. Can't. That's your <laughs> Dude, that is the weirdest, <laughs> creepiest shit. It sounds so. So, so in response to, is it all sex stuff? The answer is no. Some of it's just fucking really, really fucking weird copyright infringing stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't subscribe. No. <laughs> What's the opposite of subscribe on YouTube? Yeah, really. Yeah, block. Can I block that nah. from ever showing up on my feed? And if you notice, if you'll notice the fucking, uh, the page is, uh, it, it's like, uh, oh, cruel children's comedy. So I, I, I was in the impression that it was actually yeah. four kids for a second. I was just like, ooh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, yeah, see, there, and there we go. Right back to child molester, right well, there. So there's, there's a cute girl dresses Hermione doing ASMR, but then below that, they're under recommended, there's serial killer victim role play. From the YouTube channel Cringy ASMR, so basically there there's there's an old friend does your makeup ASMR. There's ASMR for everything. Basically, if there's there's a topic that can be discussed, someone someone was willing to discuss it in a whispery fashion to give you ASMR. And and I don't I, I as as some as I guess the twenty five percent of the world that's not uh, responsive to it. Um, I find most of it stupid. Some of it. Um, hilarious and some of it uh, kind of sexy, but not because it's ASMR, and some of it really creepy, depending on what they're aiming for. Well, that Voldemort video's got 602 views, and Buffing the Fluff has 1.5 million. So that's a little. I did not expect Basically, that. Basically, it's That's the e so I was, you know, I've, I've done research on like what's the easiest way to start a YouTube channel? What's the way to pretty much guarantee you likes? Just put ASMR and fucking whisper. I disagree. Biscuits. Can you hear my biscuit? This is my biscuit. It's so cool, my biscuit. Start a YouTube channel called bis called Biscuit ASMR and just go. 
biscuits. Do you like do you like biscuits? You'll never know if the YouTube page is talking about literal biscuits or a euphemism as biscuits. Do you like buttery biscuits? Buttered biscuit. Vagina biscuit. Oh, oh fuck. Well, now the mystery's gone. So cool. Uh-oh. I think that's about all we can well, fucking mine from that subject matter. <laughs> where's the dong in the story? Well, Felk, when did that start? Did that start with Buffin' the Fluff, uh, just, lady? Uh... Well, it started with the Bob Ross. People people talking. It was a Reddit thread like, hey, does does Bob Ross get, send chills down your spine and make you feel good? You know good? what? Bob Ross might actually work for one of my kids because I, I used to put it on, and it would take her about five minutes. It took her a while to get into it because the painting wasn't there yet. It was just like, you know, general shade colors, like one or two or three different kind of general shade colors. And then he paints over those, like the mountain or the sky or the lake or the forest or whatever he does. Anyways, and then uh, so it took a little while. And then eventually my daughter would like about five minutes in when the painting started to form, she would get locked in for like the next like 20 minutes and then just be right into the episodes. So I wonder if yeah. she's maybe affected by that. Well, so it's not just it's it's specifically the sound of his voice because it's 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 kind of bassy, but also the fact that he whispers, and and obviously with Bob Ross, it's not like there's there's hot ladies who do it in, in kind of like it's a little sexy, but it's like it can be completely uh, G-rated, which Bob Ross obviously is because it's it's a weird dude painting uh, paintings of, of mountains, but it's like it's not just the fact that like his his voice he's always talking whispering he's always talking slow he's always very gentle very calming very relaxing and then it's also the brush strokes the strokes the strokes of the brush just it, it just really calms some people who are responsive to it like it, it's a very um, almost drug-like level of like just it's just very relaxing it, it, like people have found that it's like as good of uh, that it's a, almost a, a therapy for um people who have like ptsd and stuff so it definitely affects some people i guess 75 percent what wikipedia page says so so there's benefit to it there's like a genuine benefit to it need more dong yeah, absolutely. I uh, Bob Ross, I used to love to like listen to like whatever it was Saturday morning or Sunday mornings. My dad would put them on sometimes. It had to have been Sunday morning because it was not in the way of Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, which is that's so sad that that's gone. That's like one of the saddest things. Like the fact that if I have to like while my kids have Saturday morning cartoons, they either go to my Apple TV or they like you know would tune into something like Cartoon Network or you know Nicktoons or something like that. But you don't like, need it though. I mean, like, just it's Saturday it, morning. Turn on Netflix. Go after to the kids these section. messages. We'll be right back. I mean, I loved it. I love Saturday. I'm morning sad cartoons. too, but like it's just like. You know, Netflix has a full section of Saturday morning cartoons. They're making original content. They got that Voltron show. Voltron was my Saturday morning cartoon when I was a kid, when I was when I was extremely young. And it's like, it is kind of weird the idea that like that's on whenever you want it to be now if you're a kid because of Netflix. Um, yeah. But the technology changed, and on demand means that there's n now content is no longer associated with times. I like to try to, with uh, my kids, I like to try to, some of that stuff, I, they do burn through a lot of it, and they binge watch a lot of it, but I do try to 
have them like right now with Justice League. I try to have a couple episodes a day, like one or two, like because there's a lot of part ones and part twos. I try to do yeah. that with Justice League. The second season of Justice League is like all part, uh, part two part episodes. I think like, it right? is. It is. And so I try to get through like maybe one or two, and then sometimes we have to do one episode, and then we cut it off, and then like you know, be like the next episode, be like tomorrow night. You know, we'll have to finish up part two, see where this goes. But just recently, um, just today, uh, my daughter got to Hereafter part one. And she doesn't want to finish it. And it really makes her upset. And so what Hereafter Part 1 is, it's the episode where Superman dies. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, well, she doesn't want to finish it. And I keep wanting her to finish it. He comes part back. Two, part 2, he comes back. Just tell her. Just tell her. Just tell her he comes back. He'll be okay. I know, but she still, she doesn't want it because it's too scary. She's, so she only wants to watch the episode prior to it, which is the end of another Part 2 uh, episode. And she just wants to watch that episode over and over again. So she's stuck in like this Groundhog Day time loop in Justice League where she doesn't want to move past because she knows the next episode he uh, Superman dies. That's actually really that's actually really fucking adorable. And that fills me with hope. Superman means something to people. It does. And Felk, and what's sad is that also is the episode that she's stuck in right now, the episode prior to his death, is the episode where the Justice League splits apart mm. and and Superman doesn't like them, and then when they come back together at the end of the episode, Superman's still indifferent. So mm. she's she's in this point where the Justice League is totally like there's a schism and it'll never be fixed and I'm just like we got to get past this we have to do this so I'm thinking I might have to just jump ahead two episodes she'll never have to see the hereafter part one and part two and then in wild card part one I think it's a one. joke it's a Joker episode and Joker uh, attacks the Justice League mm. he doesn't he doesn't do that much in the series and so it's like a very rare episode and and it's I think the second or third two parter before the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, anyways. That episode. Wow. So that was ASMR. Yeah. No, we we, we already we yeah. I think we transitioned out of. That. Oh no, we didn't. That's no, fine. we didn't. Cool story. So that was our cool boys show topic this week. ASMR. Now let's move on to talking bodies. Talking bodies. Talking body. So cool. All systems ready. Three, two. I'm walking with this girl. Talking bodies. Yeah. Talking bodies. Oh, yeah. And now, joining us for a very special Talking Bodies Top 3 is a rule friend, Nolan. Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? I'm back. Here I am. Ah. Where have you been? Uh, you know, here and there. Just just dancing. <laughs> dancing. All right. Top three. As always, Talking Bodies has us pick a top three hottie with a body from any franchise or era. And this specific franchise is the MCU. That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe of motion picture films. So does this include X-Men or is that Fox? No. That's the Foxman. This is only MCU continuity and only theatrical, not television or Netflix. Oh, shit. That ruins everything. Ruin. Were you really going to pick a Netflix girl? No. Yeah. Well, maybe I mean, Rosario. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Ooh. yeah that's it. Ooh. Night nurse. She could night my nurse any day. Okay. Well, I think we all agree Scarlett Joe is on yeah, there somewhere. I mean, pretty much there's no way Scarlett Johansson isn't number one. Well, okay. I don't know if she's number one. I think she's probably number two. I think number one is Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, fuck. She's no. I, I oh, know. my. 
She's pretty uh, pretty amazing. Not even She's in got, the top three. Her character people. is entertaining. No, 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 no. We're discussing bodies, not characters. <laughs> this, this is a talking character. Well, all I know is I've seen her bang Thanos, and it looked pretty cool. You know, you know he. Cool. Okay, spoilers. You know he was her dad in that movie, right? So cool. What God. movie is that? Old Boy, the remake, the the, the white person remake of Old, Old Boy, directed by a black uh. guy, Spike Lee. Whitewashing. Blackwashing. <laughs> for Samuel L. Jackson's character, it was. And for Spike Lee, the director. Yeah, I guess. It should have been a white director, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> So do we, I don't do, know where she'd be. Will Ballard cut that out? Let's find well, out. Well, how about this? Brie Larson, I think, could also be on this list. No, 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 no. no. Movies that have been released. No, no, no makings. Not yeah. MCU up to come. Okay. Nope. Uh, you guys, you know, I'll throw a little monkey wrench in your yeah. wrench. Yeah, uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. Clark Gregg. There's also Chris Pratt, Clark Gregg. <laughs> <laughs> Phil he, he, Coulson, wow. special agent. Phil Coulson. No, but really, uh, what about Cat Dennings? Yes, number two. No. My number two. I no. like it. I think it's a good That's solid interesting because you, you, you... She's you, a three yeah. at most. No. Cat uh, Dennings is so much... Like, if I was Thor, I would so much go for Cat Dennings over Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah, Natalie. Natalie's in my top three because Natalie is a very, very pretty girl. I think it was Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlett Johansson, Natalie Portman. I think you're insane for putting Elizabeth Olsen over Scarlett Johansson. It's a good list. It's a good list. She's not even the hottest Olsen. What about the Wasp? (laughs) Angelina Lilly? Yeah, what about about the Wasp? We'll need her when we inevitably do Lord of the Rings and or Lost. But she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty, but they gave her a terrible haircut for the movie. The Wasp. I guess I'm not remembering. I'm not remembering her haircut from that movie. It's Nike. Um, <laughs> okay. So I think I. I'm, okay. How about this? I'm willing to substitute Natalie Portman for Kat Dennings, but I. I, I don't know if the ranking is right yet. Is, what, what What is the definitive list right now? What is our list? Well, I don't. I think there is one, but I think it goes. It goes Lizzie Scarjo Dennings. As far as I'm concerned, I think Scarjo has to go number one, and I don't necessarily find her. Like that, amazing. But I think in this list, she's number one. Okay, my list would be Scar Joe is obvious number one. Cat Dennings number two, and you need neither of you even mentioned because uh, now I can't remember her damn name. Agent Peggy Carter is number three. Haley Atwell. Oh, Haley, Haley Atwell. Atwell. There you go. I'll take Haley Atwell over Cat Dennings she, any day. She, yeah, yeah. She she's she might be above Cat Dennings. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's but on, not over. I don't think she's over Lizzie Olsen. She's on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> That's topical because you work for the OSS, who used radar. Well, nice. All right, okay. so okay, so so Noli, where do you think the list sits? What's the what's the list at now? I, I think it's ScarJo, Natalie Portman, and Haley Atwell, Cat Dennings slash right there. Oh God, Natalie Portman takes over Haley Atwell. Yeah, she's she's talented. She's pretty. You know, she's. I'll swap you. I'll swap those two, and then I'm 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 then I'm in agreement. Well, I'll, okay. and I'll give I'll give one special shout out to uh, on the, on the fit side to Jamie Alexander. Oh, Been yeah. a fan of her ever since that first that early episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and uh, she plays what Sif. She's hot. Is she the girl that plays this show? That's basically Memento with a chick. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that just still in the fucking air? I don't know. Oh God, I have no idea. The tattoos are fake. Tattoo biscuit. 
<laughs> Flashpoint. Okay. Body count. All right, let's get into Love That Dong this week. Love That Dong. Well, we were talking about some hotties with bodies, and now we're going to talk about some dongs. <laughs> Love that dong. Nothing wrong with a good dong. Amen, brother. Falk, what's this theme this week? The theme this week is Punish Her, which is a play on Punish Her, the character from Marvel. <laughs> so cool. So very cool. So cool. And we, of course, can only pick three, so we picked three Punishers. So sorry, Ray Stevenson from Rome. You didn't make our top three, although you'll probably be talking about it anyways. There was a reason we didn't pick him, because I felt like he was a dead ringer. I don't know why. I've never watched Rome. Does he show his dick on Rome? No, no, but he has. I mean, he may have. But what he has for me visually is that that really moronic Mongo look. And you know Mongos rock big dongos. So yeah, they do. <laughs> the dumber do. you are, the bigger dick you have. Porn has proved yeah. us that. Hopefully. I think he would have been number two because number one is clearly the Dolph, who stands at 6'10 yes. with a monster dong Cock. that's just going to yeah. strangle you. And just eat you alive. Dual and, PhDs in engineering and chemistry, I believe. He's a super smart, super big, super Dolph, and he's got a super dong. And yeah. I didn't want Ray Stevenson potentially like beating Dolph. I wouldn't. Have, yeah, I would there, never have picked him. There's up no that. beating. You know, Dolph's just beating everyone with his fifteen foot <laughs> fucking snake. I you know what I heard. You know what I heard is that Dolph Lundgren. Every time he gets an erection, he passes out because he has so much blood rushing to <laughs> how big his cock is. Well, we should probably mention think, the top actual yeah, top three did, options because we've only talked about Dolph. But it's, it, it came down to between Dolph of all the punishers. Well, how about this, Dolph audience? Lundgren. You guess the top three because Dolph wins. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other two, in no particular order yet, would be Thomas Jane and from Walking Dead and the Netflix series John Bernthal. So I just want to make a quick like a little note is that John Bernthal ha- hasn't, as far as I can tell, shown his dick anywhere. So we have no clue. And no. I can't even get the guy in a, in a bathing suit shot from the paparazzi. So the Thomas Jane may actually beat Dolph Lundgren. He, he, well, he did do a show called Hung, like the, the whole point of that show. Unless he's using, I haven't watched the show, but unless he's using some kind of prosthetic, the dude is fucking hung. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's definitely a prosthetic. Prosthetic that acts gives you a little wink. I mean, he played Todd and Boogie Nights, and we, you know, second fiddle to the big dong. Third fiddle. Third. That's only because he couldn't get it up because he did the coke so much. If he Um, got it up all the time, he may have beat Dirt. He may, may. Well, I would like to think it's Dolph, and I like to go to bed at night thinking it's Dolph. So I go to bed every night thinking it's Dolph. What do you think, Falk? Dolph? I, I honestly think it prob- it might be Thomas Jane, but I, I, I'm just going to give it to Dolph anyways because he's worked so hard and he still has to be like Dolph Lundgren at the end of the day. Or gets to be. All right. Well, you heard it there, folks. Love that dong this week. Punisher, the winner is Ray Stevenson. All right. Moving <laughs> on. All right. And joining us for a very, very special yelling at the wall, cool boy nation, would you rather is our old friend Nolan. Hey guys, I'm back. So our question posed to Twitter is, Cool Boy Nation, whose cum would you rather have on your face? Pierce Brosnan or (laughs) Roger Moore? Two Bonds. So it's Bond cum. It's obvious. It's Roger Moore. No, it's I don't think it's so obvious. Roger Moore would come on you and then judo chop you right in the neck. Yeah. You wouldn't even remember it. 
they had him punch mm. a girl at one point. Wasn't there a Bond movie where he like was just straight up like slaps a chick because they were He's trying to Connery. make him be like. No, Connery, Connery slapped chicks. Con- Connery slapped chicks and wrapped their necks in bikini tops. And yeah, but he got away shit. with it. But Ro- they had Roger Moore do it in one movie to try and be like Connery, and it just felt so wrong because he was like an old man and she was like a 20-year-old girl, and it just seems really gross at that point in time that it happened. Yeah. So, yeah, Roger Moore, the problem with Roger Moore is that he is definitely, of all the Bonds, all the men who have played Bond, he is the, by far the most likely to have AIDS. So you do you really want his <laughs> cum on your face? I guess not. Wow. He's had something. I was thinking about this. If someone threw a bucket of cum on me. Oh, Jesus. Immediately, I'd be, dis- I'd be disgusted. But if you told me it was Pierce Brosnan's, I might go, I'm okay with this. This is fine. <laughs> Why? Because he surfs North Korean waves? I think, I, th- I think that's the reason, yes. He's classy. Of all the Bonds, Pierce Brosnan is probably the most likely to wear a condom. All right. That's I great. Right. Well, I think... Th- I think that's yelling at the wall for this week. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CoolBoysPodcast and email us at TheCoolBoysPodcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to CoAG for the fabulous music we use for this podcast. If you need copyright and royalty-free music for any video production, games, movies, etc., email CoAGMusic at Yahoo.com. Once again, I'm Felk. And I'm Ballard. And I'm special guest, I guess, tonight, Nolan. Woo! Special guest. I like being special. So special. Thanks for listening, and we love you. Fuck off. (laughs) You're unclean. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by...